vegan and plant-based business owners and entrepreneurs who are often adapting to a new reality. This new podcast series from Vegan Mainstream is an opportunity to help you when it's time to pivot. These interviews will come from inside and outside of our community, and I hope as your host, Stephanie Redcross West, I can inspire you and give you the tools that you need to move forward. Hello, hello, and welcome everyone to our next interview. I'm excited about our guest today, Karen Ramsey, because we're going to talk about a really career in business that expands a lot of years. For many of us out there, you know, we have the dream of being in business for five years, 10 years, 20 years, and understanding what that journey's like, understanding what that discovery's like, and understanding what it's like to be in service of others for that long period of time. So I'm excited because we're going to talk about that longevity in establishing a business and also how you know, a person with multiple skills, multiple expertise, and how you kind of weave and bring those things together into a business. The other thing we're going to talk about today is like, how did it all work when Karen had to pivot? I mean, for many of us, you know, the pandemic was a big shift in our businesses. And sometimes with big shifts, they become either painful, they become very difficult, we struggle. But I always love to hear stories about what it's like on the other side. And Karen has done this amazing job of pivoting from doing a lot of live classes to online. So I'm hoping today she's going to share some of those tips, some of those secrets, and let everyone know not only how does she pivot, but how does she turn that into a sustainable business? And especially when we think of all the types of things that Karen's doing as an author, as a coach, as a instructor for classes, And actually, I can barely scratch the surface in really all of Karen's expertise. I'm going to hand the mic over to Karen and let her walk you guys through everything. But before I do that, first, let me just say welcome, Karen. It's wonderful to have you here with us today. Thank you so much, Stephanie. I've been really looking forward to this meeting today. Oh, me too. It's just so good to kind of catch up. It's so good to hear what you're doing. Um, And even before we started the interview, we were catching up and diving in. And I was like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Let's just wait until the interview because there's so much to cover. Yes, yes. So much, yes. Before we dive into what you had to do in the last couple of years, how you repositioned your business, let's rewind the clock. Let's go back to how you got started, especially with someone like yourself with multiple levels of experience, helping people in different areas, different topics, you know, writing the books that you've written. Let's walk back in time and just ground us in how you started and what kind of would you, when you think about all the different services you offer, let's give everyone kind of an overview of what you do and how you help um, people really in better and enrich their lives. So I have a number of ways that I began back in 1998. I became a vegan health coach and I just started helping people get to their health goals. One of my priorities was always helping people understand the vegan message and helping me to spread that message. But a lot of times it came through helping people first with their health. So I would coach people to better health, and that would be a lot of times families would come to me. 
um, because my first book, Creating Healthy Children, focuses on families, starting with a woman with pregnancy and going all the way from raising, you know, feeding babies and uh, transitioning to healthy, whole vegan foods and all the way up to teenagers and even young adults. So I had a lot of families coming to me. And I wrote my book in 2010, but even before that, I was talking about raising healthy vegan kids and families. So that was really the first thing. And that really helped me spread my message because more and more people growing families that were raising plant-based kids was very empowering to them and just automatically helped me spread my vegan message. And then one of my, my private clients, because I did at a certain point start working with women especially women, but men also, for weight loss, for hormonal issues and gut issues as a coach. And so that private coaching also led me into groups because one of my private clients said, you know, I really wish I knew other people who were eating whole food, plant-based, high raw, because I focus Mm -hmm. a lot on raw food. And she just wanted to have a group and I had never done groups before. And this was in the early 2000s. So I started doing group coaching and started having great success with that. Now, these were all live programs. So I was doing private coaching uh, live. I was doing group coaching live. But then I started speaking at a lot of veg fests and vegan festivals and raw food festivals. And I would travel to go to those festivals. So I would meet people from all over. So at that point, and this was also pretty early on, earlier in the 2000s, I started working with people from all over the United States and even worldwide online, but didn't know Zoom back then, was just you know, doing it different ways. Skype, we did use Skype when Skype started. And if it was the US, I would just, you know, be talking with them on the phone. And this all branched out so that uh, by the time it was like closer to the mid 2000, like I would say 2014, 15, I was really wanting to teach others to do what I do to teach others the kind of coaching that I do that gives them health results and wants them to go to a plant-based diet. I I can't get everybody fully plant-based in the two months of coaching, but I'm certainly getting them in that direction. Like even a woman who came to me who had um, severe inflammation, she couldn't even walk and her joints were so sore and she needed to lose a tremendous amount of weight. She came to me, we worked together for two months, and she went from eating animal food three times a day to committing to five days a week, fully whole foods, plant-based, and just eating a little meat with her husband on the weekend, which was a huge, huge transformation. The inflammation, of course, vanished, and it changed her life. And so what I do is I take people in steps. By 2015, I knew that I wanted to spread this message even more, and I started my vegan coach certification course. And so it's been running since 2015. 
I've brought in students from all over the world. So that did get me even back then doing online work, but not to the extent that I'm doing today. Today, um, it's changed from really mostly live events to mostly online events, even though I still do some live events. But back in the day, um, like before the pandemic, I was doing dinners. I was doing vegan and raw vegan dinners. Um, I was hosting women's health retreats. Oh, wow. So I would host two to three women's health retreats a year at an inn. Okay. That all stopped when the pandemic. Yeah, when the pandemic. I think that ha- that impacted a lot of us. But I want to jump in for a couple minutes because you really gave us a kind of great grounding of how you built your business. And I just want to make sure as our listeners are kind of hearing this, is that it's amazing how you can even start in one place, being a health coach working with people one-on-one and how not only sometimes our clients open the door to other options for us. Like you gave the example of someone saying, I'd love to meet other people. And it's like, all right, well, let's try group group coaching. And like being willing, I think when you're running your business to ebb and flow is such a key skill that all of us need. Now, definitely when the pandemic hit, it was a, it was a bigger stretch of that ebb and flow or kind of felt like we were all in very choppy waters. But I really think it's amazing to hear your story on kind of how you got started and how that really blossomed out into you helping people in so many different ways and also inspiring you to not just help individuals, help families, help kids, and how those dimensions to your business really developed over time. So I'm hoping our listeners kind of hear that and feel a sense of relief that they don't have to do it all at once when they're building their businesses. It can kind of grow naturally. The other thing is before we dive into all the transition you're doing from a pivoting standpoint and you know between the pandemic and now, I do want to talk about the why, meaning why do you do the work you do? Because for many of us, there's a there's all different types of emotions, experiences, and maybe even people in our lives that help us get on this path or help us keep, you know, keep going, staying on the path, even through the difficult times. Do you have a story to share or do you have kind of an experience that inspired you to start the business, start doing the work you were doing, and then stay the course? I definitely do. (laughs) I have a pretty big story. My story started in 1921. I wasn't even alive then. My wow. grandmother, my paternal grandmother, had severe asthma and emphysema, and she was in the hospital. They gave her whatever drugs they had at that time, and then they told her they couldn't do anything any further. Mm-hmm. They believed because of the emphysema, which was so serious, that she didn't have long to live, probably a few months. Okay. And somebody brought a little book to the hospital. Um, that came out in 1918 called the Mucusless Diet Healing System. She read it and she transitioned to a plant-based diet and she lived another 50 years. So that was my first inspirational story was my own grandmother. But I wasn't raised that way because my mom did not believe in that we could get enough protein, of course, on plant foods, which is usually the first question that I get, you know, how do we get enough protein? 
And so she raised my sister and I on a traditional animal-based diet. And I was sick throughout my childhood. By the time I got to be a teenager, I had cystic acne all over my face and my back. Very, Mm -hmm. very sick cystic acne, went to dermatologists for years, over 25 years of drugs and dermatology visits, only to go vegan in 1989 to clear my skin in three months, to completely clear my skin in three months. And so when I work with clients, because I had hormonal cystic acne, and I work with a lot of people who have skin issues because I work with hormonal stuff. And mm-hmm. it doesn't always take just three months because there's many factors yeah. involved. Mm-hmm. But I find that the plant-based diet has such a profound effect on all of these things. So that's that's my story. I had it was the acne that pushed me into it. I also had irritable bowel syndrome. My young son had asthma and chronic ear infections. We had a lot of reasons to go to a vegan way of eating and living. Plus the fact that we had this real solid grounding in care of all the creatures who share this planet with us, the love of animals that my father and my grandmother gave to us. Mm, That's powerful. That's really powerful. And I think what a lot of people are so surprised when they make these transitions is how we can have things that feel chronic, things that we can be battling for years. And like you said, it may not be three months for everyone, but the idea that a solution is in sight and a solution that doesn't require medication forever, a solution that doesn't require, you know, in and out of doctor visits, the idea that there are options out there for us. And, you know, there's plants, you know, they're just... You know, there's there are things we can grow in the backyard <laughs> to literally help us through. And we don't need these medications. We can get off of these medications often. Yeah. And so once you change your diet, it gives you the it you make a huge change on the cellular level. And it can it can heal on on so many levels. Physical, yeah. mental, emotional, spiritual. It's it's amazing the vegan lifestyle, the whole foods vegan lifestyle. Yeah. And I also feel like, and I'm going to, you know, go a little bit down a, you know, a little alley here (laughs) in our, in our conversation, but um, you can tell if you agree with this, but I feel like when you have that awakening, when you have that moment, when you realize that the, the choices you make can truly impact your future, your life, your family members, you know, it, it's also to me a big aha moment because it allows you to realize that there's other changes that even can be made even outside of a plant-based diet. You know, when we start to go into compassion, when we start talking about the environment, we start talking about all these other things that can sometimes feel like they're just so insurmountable. You know, how can we ever make a change when you start to feel what it's like to change your own health when you start to feel what it's like to you know get off a medication that you've been on for years you start to realize that many things that you thought were impossible are possible and i don't know if you had that feeling but that's one of those things that shifted in me that allows me to approach a lot of things with a little bit more positive perspective just because of the shift that i felt yeah i mean i absolutely feel that that same way. 
as soon as that acne healed, it was like it opened the world to me. I realized that I was empowered, that I could be made in control of my own health. And that's what I've tried to do with my coaching clients, with my students. And I try to help my students as well to help others to feel that same way. It shouldn't be a system where we're depending on somebody for our health. And then most often it doesn't work out anyway. A lot of, you know, these businesses are really focused on commercial interests. And we really want to focus in on us and our own health. And just seeing how we can heal ourselves can open us up on a much deeper level to understand how we can heal the whole world. Like we can make these changes for ourselves and then we can go out there, we can help others with their health and then they come on board with us. And in so doing, we're helping to prevent all of this animal cruelty. And so the animal movement, the animal rights movement grows and we see that this also affects the planet and how we live in the future of where we live. So I'm also trying to empower young people to come on board with this and to see, even if they grew up in a family where they were like medication was always the answer, where running to a doctor expert who just gave you drugs was always the answer. No, like we can become in control of our own health. And through that, we can make all of these positive changes around us. So yes, I totally feel and appreciate what you're saying. Oh, I'm so glad you agree because it, it's such a it's such an interesting path to be on, and I think that also creates a great segue into like being an entrepreneur, you know, starting a business, being a coach, being instructor, like taking on some of these roles and these hats. What happens is it starts to put you in a position where, just like you were saying, you get to pass on that knowledge. You get to pass on that information. You, you know, stop it from being like the best kept secret type of thing and turn it into something where our whole society can benefit from. But as we kind of, you know, talk about the idea of pivoting, I think that was probably one of the hardest things about, you know, when the pandemic hit, you know, when many of us were like, oh my goodness, you know, what I've been doing all these years people that I've been helping, the things that I've been doing, it feels like it all got shut down. Maybe one, I was scared. (laughs) Yeah, I was, I was quite scared that time. That's the thing. I think a lot of us were scared and a lot of us maybe weren't ready to admit it yet because, you know, we have to have that brave face, but it was a scary time. It was such a time where, you know, we were using uncertainty, uncertainty, uncertainty. (laughs) You know, in almost every phrase, I felt like. We're also hearing on the media all the time about people losing their businesses. Yes. And so lots of people went into like panic mode. I know I was fearful of what was going to happen since I had so many live events from people coming to classes to I was saying before about the women's health retreats that were like consistent events. I had a five-week plant-based and raw food coaching and recipe course that I hosted where people came to me. I hosted it at my home, which is my home and business. And it was consistent. It was like three to four times a year. I was bringing in from like 14 to 20 people um, and 
and teaching them how to create delicious vegan and raw food. And all of a sudden, right in the middle of one of those programs, it was March, 2020, and it's like everything stopped and people weren't coming out anymore. And we even in my area have like a curfew and all of this stuff and people weren't allowed to, to meet in, in, in groups. So right in the middle of the program, it stopped. I had a women's health retreat planned for the next month in April, 2020. And I had to reimburse all the women who paid for it. It was crazy. And I was really concerned about what was going to happen with my business. And I wasn't sure about, I I was already doing some things online. I did already since 2015 have my vegan coach certification. And I was working Mm -hmm. with them at that point already every week, but I wasn't on Zoom yet at that time in 2015. Later, when Zoom came about, I definitely took advantage of it. So I was like, you know, maybe I have to start putting my five-week vegan and raw food coaching and recipe course, maybe I have to start putting it also online. You know, maybe that Mm -hmm. has to happen. Maybe we have to go on to Zoom. Yeah. And so that's what I did. I started moving all of my live programs onto online, onto Zoom. And so it happened. I got messages from people. I really want this information. I really want to work with you. And if even people locally, mm-hmm. like people who were in uh, the attendees who were in my classes, they suddenly came onto the Zoom with me and started working oh, with great. me online. I'm glad you had that support because I think that's the hardest part is a lot of times when people transition or they change their business, they're worried that the change you'll get pushback or what will people think. So I'm really glad that you had that support and people said, this is what you wanted. So how did you transition that into what you're doing today? Like, were you just, you just move everything online? Did you change the way you were emailing? Did you change the way you were using social media? What are some of the things that you maybe altered to not just, you know, send out Zoom links, but to turn this into something successful and viable? Yes. Uh, So I started with social media. Okay. Um, I started a Facebook group. So for my women's hormonal and gut health coaching, I just started a group with that name. I called it Plant-Based Weight Loss, Hormonal and Gut Health. And people started coming in that way. Um, Men joined that group as well. And through that group, I also got private clients because I did weekly Facebook lives. So I started doing things that I had never done before. I didn't Mm -hmm. do Facebook lives and I started doing the Facebook lives and had weekly meetings and people came on and I had different topics, things that they were interested in. And they would often direct message me and I would offer them a free meeting and we would meet and I would see if there was a way that I could help them. And some of those who were a good fit for coaching signed up for coaching. And so that's one way that I started getting online private clients. I started doing Instagram where like I hadn't really been, I had been on Instagram, but wasn't really using it. 
And Mm -hmm. I started interacting, engaging with people on Instagram, putting out more posts, started doing reels. I hadn't been doing reels before. Started doing a lot of reels, brought on an assistant to work with me and started doing more reels than after a little while I was doing even more. So, you know, every week I'm doing a reel, at least one reel. And that Mm -hmm. also brought in more attention, more messaging, more engagement. So all of this was happening online, things that I was continually learning. Also with my newsletter, I started announcing all of these online events. I didn't know if people were going to sign up for my five-week program online because it used to be live and people used to eat the food. (laughs) They used to eat the food and I didn't think, well, they're not going to want to come online when they can't eat the food. But they did. They came online. And I had one of my largest groups ever at the beginning of the pandemic. People who came on and even though they weren't eating the food, they were getting the recipes. And I also started one of my, you know, one of my really strong loves right now is my vegan coach certification because it is my passion to, uh, to help other vegans be able to spread this valuable message. And so I teach them everything that I've done since I started coaching in 1998. And I give them all my tools, all my templates, and they come in and I never had a live call. It was just the previous students just had modules online. And when they finished each module, they would answer a QA and a and send it mm-hmm. to me. I would review it and get back to them to go to the next module. I would write what I thought of their work and then they would go on. And that was, that was the program. Once the pandemic hit, I started doing much more in terms of bringing my students in live Mm -hmm. so that we met every week online. And I'm still doing that today. I find it's much more valuable. They love meeting with students all over the world who are really passionate about vegan and raw food. And that's how I'm getting out my message because students complete the course and they go out and they do the work. Some of my own students, one of my students, I was so proud of her. She just started doing women's health retreats. She came to one of mine, started doing her own. And so that's what I want to see is she's helping other women who are coming in. Some of the women have diabetes and, and other challenges and she's doing the same thing. She's helping them to understand how whole foods, plant-based and raw foods works and how she can help them to heal and then help her spread the message. A lot of it is through getting wonderful testimonials. Nice. Now, what gave you the courage to do all this new things? You know, a lot of people, they'll say, oh, I know I should do reels, but I don't know if I want to be on camera. I don't know what to say. You know what I mean? We, we put up all these roadblocks sometimes in front of us. And then next thing you know, two months, three months, a year goes by and we haven't even done a reel. What helped you persevere, push through and say, I'm just going to try it and see how it works out? Yeah. I think for me, it's the understanding, the very deep understanding, which has really been my life, is this real need to be a role model for the plant-based message. And the the vegan message has to be out there. And I will do anything to get it out. So that is the bottom line for me. 
that is always the bottom line. And I will push forward. Like technology has not been easy for me. I come from the old school, you know, and I'm older. I'm not one of these young kids, you know, doing all these reels that are very flashy. And I had to delegate at a certain point. I had to say to myself, I can't do this all alone, which I was doing. And so as of the last couple of years, I've been doing a lot more delegating, bringing people in who can help me, who can help me with the reels. And I do the reel myself, and then I send it over to my assistant to put it all together. But there's so many new things happening all the time that we need to learn. Like um, in one of my business classes, because I'm always taking business courses also. So that's something that coaches need to do. You need to know how to market yourself, how to gain visibility. That's what's going to get you out there. Being on these kinds of podcasts with, with wonderful hosts like you, Stephanie, that's the way that we get our message out. And I've also gotten clients and students from being visible and being willing to get out there and speak, even on days when I don't really feel like I can, but I do because it is my passion. And I do feel that this message is is pushing me in that direction on a constant basis. That's key. I think getting that visibility out there and like you're saying that getting this information out there is important. So doing anything and everything we can to make that happen, I think is a great driving force. And I even think it's a great message for anyone who's listening today and maybe putting something off. Uh, Hopefully after listening to today's podcast, you know, you're going to maybe push through, push a little bit harder or take a look at the work that Karen's doing. Look at what she's doing and use that as inspiration. Karen, do you want to give people your website and social media handles? A, so they can follow you. A, if they need support and they're listening to this podcast. And then B, maybe they're interested, maybe your certification course or something like that, because a lot of our followers are entrepreneurs themselves. Yes. And, uh, and like what I've been saying through this whole talk, there's so much that you can do once you get started. It leads from one thing into the other. So if like coaching isn't your thing, private coaching, you know, the group coaching might be your thing. If preparing food isn't your thing, you can start a membership. That's a whole nother thing. I started a women's health club membership. So there's so many branches that you can go off on. My websites are feelfabulouswithfood.com, and that is the house of my course, the Vegan Coach Certification Course, and there's information, a lot of information on that website. It is also the place uh, where you can contact me about vegan health, vegan and raw food health coaching. And if you go to the top, there's a place that says work with me. There's two sections, become a coach and health coaching. And there's lots of success stories so that whatever health challenge you have, you can take a look and go through there and see all these different success stories that I've had working with clients since 1998. Uh, The other website is superhealthychildren.com. And that's the website where I help families create healthy vegan children. There's a lot of information there on a blog. There's recipes. 
Um, there's a lot of information there. And there's also a place that you can contact me if you have any questions. You can also reach me at Karen at feelfabulouswithfood.com if there's something urgent or a question that comes after you see this podcast. Um, And my social media, oh, and by the way, my books, Creating Healthy Children, Heal and Prevent Autism, and my recipe ebook, uh, vegan and raw food recipes are all at superhealthychildren.com. And my Instagram is at superhealthyraw. My YouTube is feel fabulous with food at youtube.com. So I'm leaning a lot towards the feel fabulous with food, but I really did yeah. want to separate it from the children focus. So I do have those two different websites. So I did Instagram and Facebook. I'm Karen Ramsey is my profile. Um, If you Mm -hmm. want to be friends and my free Facebook group that I mentioned earlier is plant foods, weight loss, hormonal and gut health. So that's my Facebook group. And so, yeah. Oh, I'm so glad. Thank you for listening all those out because I'm sure we have different listeners and different people that maybe need different types of support and health help. And what I love about your kind of business and what you have to offer is there's something for everyone in these different maybe phases. Um, you know, if you're looking for help with kids or family, you know, you have something there. If you're looking something personal where you're trying to maybe, like you said, lose weight, hormonal issues, or just want to just eat better. Just, you know, you know, you want to get on the path, but you don't know how. And then I also love that you have the certification um, process as well. So it sounds like you're able to really support a lot of people, no matter where they are on that journey. And you've built this kind of solid, stable, strong business over time. So bravo for doing that. I really hope anyone who's listening today, anyone who joined us, whether you joined us live, you listened to this replay or on the podcast, please make sure you reach out to Karen not only to see what she's up to because she's a great inspiration, great, um, as she mentioned, you know, kind of taking the lead out there for us, trying things, testing things and doing things for inspiration, but also reaching out to Karen to get help and get support because all of us, you know, need a little nudge, need a little love, maybe we need a hug at times <laughs> to be able, you know, to get where we want to do, where we want to go. And I'm just so glad, um, Karen, we had a chance to talk today. I'm so glad we covered a couple of topics on how you got started, what you're doing, and a lot of the changes that you made. And I really loved your story of kind of, I'm going to call it, you know, that story of courage, because I think for a lot of us, when we run a business and changes are required in our business, yes, the pandemic was very unique, but as we all run businesses, and I'm sure you could attest to if we had more time for our interview today, (laughs) that businesses always require a level of pivoting. They always require a level of us making changes and adjustments. And the more and more we get comfortable with making those changes, making those adjustments and jumping out in front, the more we can do for the people that we serve. So I'm so glad you had a chance to share that with us today. Absolutely. And I just say like, go with your passion, get strong, realize that your mindset is going to establish your business going forward. So the way that you think about yourself, like if you're fearful getting on camera, just look at your underlying cause. Like, why are you passionate 
about spreading the information of a vegan business? Why do you want to get your message out there? These this information that we went over today, I hope will give you that solid grounding that you need to spread your own message. That's what that's what having this deep belief system did for me. When my father and grandmother uh, modeled for me as a child, bringing out every little insect outside in a tissue, I saw that love and that compassion, and I wanted to spread that. And so my own pushing myself has come from having that belief system. And if you come to that place and that's what your business is about, you will be able to do the same thing. Oh, that was so beautifully said. Thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you so much for hopefully inspiring, nudging, and helping anyone who felt a little stuck before listening to this today. I really think your words of wisdom will help them. And I always think even for many of us who are on the path, even someone like myself, it's so good to hear it because we all have something that we're stuck on. There's always something that we know we're trying to push through. So it was wonderful even for me to hear those words of wisdom. So thank you so much, Karen, for being with us today. Thank you for sharing your story. Um, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Stephanie, for having me. It was wonderful to be here with you. Thanks. And thank you for everyone else who joined us. I always love doing these interviews. I always love talking about different topics. So it's fun to be able to do these podcasts, interviews, videos. So no matter how you're listening or enjoying these um, Pivot podcasts, I'm just so glad you're here. And if you have any questions for ourselves or for our guests, please feel free to use the comment section, no matter where you're watching, YouTube, Facebook, doesn't matter. Just drop it in there. I'll make sure my team either forwards it over to Karen if we need to get it answered, or if we can answer it for you, we will do that as well. So thanks again for supporting us. Thanks again for being here. Thanks again. And I'm hoping today's podcast really dug in because I think there are some really amazing nuggets, not just on the marketing side, but on that mindset side. And I look forward to seeing everyone in our next interview. Take care, everyone. Bye. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Pivot, our vegan business interview podcast. This is recorded as a live streaming session. So I hope you'll join us for future interviews as well. We offer these interviews to help vegan entrepreneurs stay connected with the vegan business community. If you're interested in more in-depth insights or training, please consider subscribing to one of our premium podcasts, Going Solo or Fix It. Visit veganmainstream.com to learn more or click on the links in the show notes.